If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was jogging down the cobblestone sidewalk outside my house when it all began. A sudden explosion of pain in my groin, like I had been kicked hard in the nuts. I doubled over, the nerves in my jaw twitching as stars turned my vision hazy. What the fuck? Had I stumbled and made my balls knock together somehow? No. I imagined two glassy marbles swinging through the air and crashing into each other with such force it made them crack open like eggs. I could almost feel the yolk trickling down my thighs. Fuck, that imagery fit perfectly with the agony emanating from my gonads in overwhelming waves. An agony so intense it made me hurl the remnants of last night's dinner all over Mrs. Abernathy's neatly trimmed hedge. I walked back home bow-legged, like a fucked up giant crab. The pain didn't subside. Not nearly as soon or as much as I would have wanted, it lingered, throbbing like a pulsating vein sending shocks of suffering coursing through my body. Ice packs, painkillers, some good old rest, nothing seemed to help. I spent the day covered in sweat, teeth gnashed to the point of breaking. My coworkers thought I was nuts. I didn't know how to tell them that the problem was my fucking nuts. Time flowed slow and thick, like molasses. Each tick of every clock I saw seemed to carry a hint of rust. By the time I came back home from the office, my thighs felt raw like they'd been chafed with sandpaper till the skin started to peel. It was impossible because I had kept them as far apart as I could without looking like a sex offender. Yet my crotch was damp with sweat. It looked like I had pissed myself. I hadn't. Any attempt to force urine out of my now reddish penis was met with a burning pain. Felt like acid was flooding my urethra. And the worst of all, my balls were starting to swell. When I first spied them in the office washroom, I dismissed the swelling as the natural result of an injury, an injury I thought would heal with time. But when I saw them again back at home, I was forced to stifle a very shrill scream. My little nuts, usually the size of plums, had swollen into oranges. I quickly and gingerly pulled my pants back on. The grotesque bulge in my trousers left me staggering. It looked like I had stuffed tennis balls down my underwear. That's it, time to go see a fucking doctor. Trouble was, I'm absolutely terrified of doctors. I have nightmares about them. Sadistic bastards with their pristine white lab coats and shining smiles poking and prodding at me. A childhood incident involving a scalpel and a tongue depressor had left me scarred for life. I looked at them all with an unhealthy amount of distrust. I decided against going to the doctor that evening. Maybe just a little more time will do the trick, I reasoned. A good night's rest and I'll be good as new the next morning. What a fucking idiot. I slept on my back that night, or tried to at least, naked, with my knees raised in the air, like I was about to give birth, 
letting the whirling fan blast cool air down at my crotch. As the throbbing ache in my family jewels continued, I thought about what the fuck had actually happened to me. How did I hurt myself this bad? A small accident involving my nuts rocking against one another? It couldn't get this bad with just that. What then? A pulled muscle? A blown vein? Ridiculous. I shuddered as I remembered all the scary shit I had read about on the internet. Worms and spiders and parasites nesting in odd nooks and crannies in the human body. Dear God, I hoped it wasn't that. Anything but that. If I saw insects crawling out of, no, stop that. The night wore on. I sweated, tossed and turned and made the pain flare up even worse. Got up and waddled around my room before gently slipping back into bed again. I don't think I got a wink of sleep that night. My eyes were bloodshot red and wide open by the time sunlight started streaming through the windows. The muscles in my limbs were stretched tighter than the skin of a bongo drum while my heart pounded like a wild beast in my chest. And my balls, fuck, my balls. They had swollen further through the night, turning from oranges to big grapefruits to fucking melons. My dick slipped and slid between my gigantic testicles, like a black worm squirming and writhing on a pair of wrinkled breasts. My pubic hair looked like a tiny patch of matted black grass above my scrotum. The flesh around my crotch had reddened, as if the veins in my thighs had vomited out everything within them. Skin peeled off, flaky and ruddy and hot and wet. I had entered the fucking twilight zone. What was happening to me was so far beyond the realm of logic and reason that it made my brain stretch against my skull. Doctor, now. I staggered onto my feet, groaning in pain as my nuts, can't really call them fucking nuts anymore. My heavy coconuts dangled beneath me, threatening to tear free from my body. Something sloshed in my stomach, and I retched, falling backwards onto my bed, almost passing out from the pain. Fuck it, ambulance! I dreaded how much it would cost me, but chose to call for an ambulance anyway. There was no way I was getting to the hospital by myself. No fucking way. My balls would rip free and my guts would slide out of the hole and splatter on the carpeted floor of my car before I could even pull out of my driveway. So I waited. I got dressed, as much as I could anyway, while using a chair as a stool to rest my beach balls. When the ambulance arrived, I crawled backwards over to the front door, whimpering as I dragged my enormous <laughs> testicles across the hardwood floor. They were even bigger then, so big that the wrinkles had disappeared into the taut skin. I could see black veins scrawled across them like a fucked up spider web. The EMTs screamed when they saw me. I must have looked like a monster out of a Cronenberg movie. Half naked, wide-eyed, pale as candle wax and covered in sweat with balls big and full like water balloons made out of skin. I don't remember much about the ride to the hospital. I was too delirious for that. Sometimes though, bits and pieces will flash through my head. Paramedics shouting into the radio, their hands trembling as they fondled my colossal balls with fear and something that almost seemed to approach reverence. Being placed on a gurney, gasps and screams erupting all around us as we rolled into the hospital. The next time I came to, I was in a cold and sterile room, surrounded by doctors and nurses donning green scrubs and protective glasses. A bright light glared down at my crotch. I blinked rapidly, trying to clear the cobwebs clouding my vision. A series of thick tubes ran down from my testicles, pumping out what looked like a disgusting mixture of clotted blood and sticky, viscous pus. Or were they pumping it in? I don't know. Like I said, I was pretty fucking out of it. Mr. Stone, how are you feeling? One of the doctors asked me, his voice almost forcibly calm. I mumbled something. I didn't seem to have full control over my mouth. You were on heavy painkillers, Mr. Stone, which is why you're having some trouble speaking. I nodded, or tried to, I think. You have quite the interesting condition, I must say. 
been practicing for 20 years. Haven't seen anything like it. He must have seen the look on my face. Oh, don't worry. We'll take care of it. Make some incisions here and there and drain whatever's in these suckers right out. You just relax. Now, he muttered something incomprehensible. Huh? What was that? I asked, wrestling with my tongue to slowly force the words out. I said, I'm going to cut your fucking balls off, you little bitch. My spine shivered as he spat those words out. What the fuck? Was I hallucinating? Then I heard another voice. There seems to be some bone-like formation under the skin, doctor. La 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 la, itty bitty ball, snip, snip, snip. Bone? Within the scrotum? That can't be right. A hollow sound issued, like knocking on a wooden table. My hips shuddered. Hmm, very interesting. We are recording this, right? Take the whole fucking thing off. Then a sloshy, squishy sound followed, and my esophagus undulated. What is that? Christ, it's glowing. What the fuck? Is that a tent? Those last words were cut off by a hair-raising, eardrum-shattering scream that ripped out of my throat. It felt like a dam had burst within me. All the pain that had been kept at bay by the painkiller stormed through my body. Sensations flooded through my nerves like I had been jolted awake after a decade-long sleep. My groin was on fire. It felt like I was bumping uglies with a furnace. The nerve endings in my crotch seemed to pull and twist and shiver. I screamed again. And I wasn't the only one screaming. Every doctor in that room screamed with me, and I soon saw why. My balls were gone. So was my dick. It looked like I had taken a shotgun blast right at my crotch. Just a repulsive mess of bones and blood and rotting flesh and long, curling flaps of skin, all soaked in piss that reeked of the deepest pits of hell. Tears pricked my eyes. It hurt more than it ever had, more than all the times I had blacked out from the pain combined. Yet I was wide awake, like something was forcing me into a full state of alertness. My heart beat at an unnaturally fast pace. Sweat coated my face like a second skin, and my arms hung uselessly by my sides. My eyes darted around, taking in the madness around me. The medical team treating me was killing itself. One doctor cut his throat with a scalpel. Another scooped his eyes up with some wicked spoon-looking tool. Another slipped on the blood on the floor as he ran towards the window, slammed through it, and went crashing down on the concrete seven floors below. Complete madness. And then I saw the source of it all. On the floor, a couple of feet beyond the bed, writhed a tangled mess of tentacles. It was coated in blood and some sticky purple slime and had the appearance of a fucking squid. Only its skull was a little fucked, looked too human. I couldn't stare at it for long. My eyes seemed to slide off every time I tried to observe it for longer than a second, as if my body was rebelling against my commands, because those commands somehow went against everything evolution had ever taught it. Don't look, you'll die, it's too unnatural. But I couldn't just look away, I had to see. I had to know what the fuck had come out of my body. After a couple of agonizingly long moments, the monstrosity chose to end my suffering by scuttling out of the room, the suction cups on its feet, helping it move like some impossible crab. A shocking silence descended on the room after the thing had left. No one was screaming, everyone else was dead. I could hear my hoarse breath as I came to a terrifying realization. I had just given birth to a baby fucking eldritch monster from my fucking balls. And it was a violent birth, one that had destroyed my cock and balls. I cried for the beautiful appendages I had lost, for the doctors who had died, for the pain I had gone through, and most fucked up of all, for the baby I didn't even get to hold in my arms. The maternal instinct within me frightened me of something awful. I just hoped that the government officials who would come to cover all this shit up would have some answers. I was so terribly disappointed to find out they didn't. They knew fucking nothing. I never found out what the thing was, how it got into my body, 
how it, or whatever created it, chose me to be its father or mother, parent. All I know is that there is a terrible longing deep within me. I want my baby. I want to hold it in my arms, feed it, care for it, kiss it on its slimy little skull and sing lullabies to it. These feelings are going to be the death of me. Thanks for listening. This story was written by Bikram Mann. He is a very talented horror writer. If you'd like to read more of his stories, check out his newly released book, Unclean Spirits, available on Amazon. It's only $2.99 for Kindle users, or free if you have Kindle Unlimited. The link to his book is in the episode description.